0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. A love for history and sharing stories comes naturally for teacher, social worker, and multidisciplinary artist Omalara Mino. Her passion comes from the rich community connections she had growing up in Inglewood. Now, she recently spoke with our sister station Vocalo about how she strives to create a world where Black youth are empowered by their rich history. Here's a shy sounds like feature from Vocalo, 91.1 FM. My name is Omolara Mino, spiritually known as Obey Fa. Artistically known as Omo Yame. I am an educator. I'm a mother. I'm a dancer. I'm a singer, visionary, and revolutionary. And this is what Chicago sounds like. Sitting here, vibing to this really funky beat, yeah. got me reminiscing on the way it used to be yeah. back in the day when we had the unity. Yeah, yeah we stuck together up and. In- so I like to say that my name is Obey Five who is the daughter of Renee, who is the daughter of Deborah, who is the daughter of Burnett, who is the daughter of Annie, who is the daughter of Hager? So that's, that's what I would say, who I am. I create things with the intention of uplifting my community. I would say that I'm from Chicago, but I also have had experiences outside of Chicago, and I, I like to acknowledge that. Like, I have a dad who was in the military, and I spent about five years with him, and I got to travel a lot. I'm actually from Inglewood, 67th and Peoria. After I left undergrad and I came back home, I moved to Chatham. My family started getting bigger, so we just moved outside of the city just for the sake of having a better environment for our children to be in. One of the biggest things about my experience in Chicago was being a creator, like being on dance teams, performing in the Bud Billiken Parade, Having music groups with my cousins, you know, um, I think a lot about all the routines that we came up with over the years and how that was the foundation to everything that it is that I continue to do now, but that I had to rediscover for myself. I was valedictorian from high school and it put me on a certain path that I was like really pushed towards, like I was pushed towards medicine. I was pushed towards like this professional kind of route um, that my teachers wanted for me, that I feel like my family wanted for me. And I also understand why they would want that for me as well, right? Because they felt like that is how I could be the most successful. As far as the rediscovery of myself, when I was in college, I spent a lot of my time, you know, in humanities in all different ways. And I felt like it opened up this door of self-discovery of who I was, but also rediscovery where, like, I really started searching for my purpose and. The question that I came to or that I was brought to was, what was that thing that you were doing when you were younger, when nobody told you who to be, before money got involved, before anything on the outside, you know, affected your perspective of anything? What was the thing that you did just for yourself? And I think that that is exactly what brought me back to being a creator. I grew a passion for African-American studies when I was in college, that's what I got my undergrad degree in. Um, I'm very passionate about my people, so that's something that I use as a as a way to connect with them. As as of now, but ultimately, I know for a fact that I'm here to create beautiful things for my people. I'm a mother, so I have two children already. I'm in the midst of having my third as we speak. It's the reason that I went back to school to get my master's. Um, when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, it's the reason that I show up for black youth every single day in my community. The biggest thing that I'm trying to do is use this idea of revolution within my own household, within my own family. Um, Once I started having my own children, I realized that that's where it was supposed to be. That's where I wanted to center my work was within my own household. So learning, you know, an African language, making sure that African culture is in the... Forefront of all my children's heads as well as my students. But being a mother is ultimately like the root of me being a creator in the way that I express that today. My name is Omalara Mino, spiritually known as fa artistically known as Omo Yame. I am an educator, I'm a mother, I'm a dancer, I'm a singer, visionary, and revolutionary. And this is what Chicago sounds like. Always had my sister with me just in case I needed I was sitting in one of my nursing classes and I was like, "Wow, I started thinking my teachers were the most impactful people as to why I even was granted the opportunity to be in that space, you know, to be at University of Michigan. It wasn't an opportunity that many folks that came from my high school had at all. And I recognized the role that my educators played in that. And for me, I wanted to play that role in somebody else's life. I started teaching, but then I realized that the change that I truly wanted to make was in ways that went outside of traditional curriculum, And I think that that's what led me to get my master's in social work. I studied community organizing with a focus in children and youth, as well as being a part of the New Leaders in African-Centered Social Work program, which really gave me this Afrocentric lens of how I do my work as a community organizer, how I see education as playing a role as my organizing. This role was literally created for me. My principal created this class just for me. That tells me that the passion that I bring every day to my workspace, even as a social worker, shows and is very clear that what I care about and who I care about, and it has granted me the opportunity to now every day be able to teach 13 year olds about themselves, which was something that I was not able to have growing up. And I feel like prideful about that, giving them something that they might not be getting in other spaces. I feel like that is revolutionary work. I'm literally doing more than what it is that I thought that I could ever do, you know, for myself and my community. The name of the class that I teach, I call it Sankofa. On paper, is African American history, but what I call it and what my students know it as is Sankofa. Sankofa meaning to go back and fetch it or that it's not taboo to go back for the things that we've lost. And it's all with the idea of us reclaiming our history, reclaiming our truths, reclaiming parts of ourselves that we've been taken away from. I think that I'm very intentional about debunking a lot of myths about Africa about who we are as Africans living in America and just reconnecting my students to the fact that they belong to a global community that goes way beyond, you know, the United States. They belong to a global history. They belong to something that is completely phenomenal and something that you can't even put into words. You know, the fact that they come into a room where they see pictures of revolutionaries, we got Audre Lorde, we got Asada Shakur, Nipsey Hussle, Chadwick, uh, Alvin Ailey, Nina Simone, Marcus Garvey. To have pictures of Malcolm X, Huey P. Newton, Catherine Dunham, Dr. Ben. Like, what's more to my story that I haven't been taught already? You know, what's more to this story that they don't usually teach me? And why are they not teaching me this? I think that ultimately I've been trying not to put the pressure on myself of creating at all times and knowing that even creating a lesson plan, you know, something like that, it takes the same level of craft to present my lesson and to create that lesson that it does for me to create any other kind of project that I create. Also, my students know that I rap and I dance, and they done found my YouTube channel and they keep talking about something. It's me, no, I found you on YouTube. I, I saw your YouTube videos. Ooh, you, you raw, I didn't know you was, you know. That gives me so much assurance. That they're even being able to see that their teachers are multidimensional beings, and this is not the end to what they can be. They can do it all. And I'm and I'm happy to be a representative of that. My name is Omalara Mino, spiritually known as Opei artistically known as Omo and Yame. I am an educator, I'm a mother, I'm a dancer, I'm a singer, visionary, and revolutionary. And this is what Chicago sounds like. That episode of Chicago Sounds Like was produced by Ari Mejia. You can check out the full archive of these conversations at vocalo.org slash shy sounds like.